another episode of Degenerates Drinking Coffee. Now, it's been, what, week and a half, two weeks. My goal was to do an episode every week, but really I'm just recording as interesting things come along. Don't want to waste your time. Don't want to waste my time. So if there's something that is podcast worthy, I'll record it. I'll record it and put it out there. So in this episode, we are taking a look at the Grey Cano Dripper. Really interesting uh piece of brewing technology. It's it's relatively new. We're going to get in, into a bit of the background, a bit of the engineering behind it, uh, and then how it brews. Does it work? Is it worth the price tag? Now, behind the scenes, a bit of the origin story of the Greycano, we've got two people, one of them being a, a prior um, professional soccer player, also someone that worked in the specialty coffee industry. And then we've also got the other side who worked as an assistant project manager uh, in real estate and construction business. So pretty, pretty interesting combination of two people, but together they decided to dedicate themselves to a shared passion for good coffee and, and hand brewing. And they, they created this tool that was supposed to guarantee a different experience for the consumer. So what's really different? What's really unique about this compared to other drippers? Because with this, you see some familiar concepts. The it's It's got this inverted cone shape. It's got an open bottom. It uses cone filters. But the Grey Cano is the first coffee dripper made from cast aluminum, coated with a high-technology coating that's strengthened with ceramic. And it was developed in Switzerland. So pretty, pretty cool. And, and I suppose the cast aluminum coated body is what makes it so, so different than all the other brewers we see. All right. So let's, let's run through some of the features that this little device has. It's got a cast aluminum core. It's got this high tech food safe coating. Again, I don't really know what high tech coating means, uh, but, but I know it's food safe and that, that helps me. <laughs> that, that gives me a bit of peace of mind. It's got these lava ribs on the inside. So they're, they're these little uh, kind of separated V-shaped lines that are raised on the interior of the sidewalls. And what they're supposed to do is make water flow a bit faster and consistently in terms of agitation. So we have a, a bit of a better and more balanced extraction. We've also got double wall insulation, so that's gonna be really good in preventing heat loss and ensuring temperature consistency. There's air pockets, uh, so that captures heat from the brewed coffee and sustains the temperature of the coffee bed. Again, that's that's a pretty neat feature. Um, and, and what we end up having from this and what they claim is that the cup result will be more fruity and floral taste there's also going to be more sweetness and brightness by using this particular brewing device. All right, so we know a bit of the technology behind it, a bit of how it's engineered, how does it work. But now let's get into the cost. Um, now, you can order this from Slow Pour here in the United States. And, and the cost option, if you were to go on there right now and order a Grey Cano Brewer, and add some Grey Cano filter papers. We'll talk more a bit about the filter papers in a bit, but if you were to order, let's say the Grey Cano in 50 filters, it would be $99. 
Now, if you were to order directly from Grey Kano and get it shipped from Germany, which is what I did, you would pay about 65 euro for the Grey Kano, plus you would have to buy the filter separately. I believe after all taxes and fees, uh, I paid about $140 for this stripper, plus the sleeve that comes with it. Now the sleeve is gonna be really important because remember the body of our dripper is made out of cast aluminum. So they've got these, these sewn sleeves that are vegan, washable, waterproof, wear resistant, anti-static, recyclable, all these neat things. I'm not exactly sure what the material is. Um, it's like this cork material. I believe it actually is just a cork sleeve uh, <laughs> that they've stitched and it works well enough. It keeps you from getting your hands burned. They come in a variety of colors. I got mine in the snow color, which was actually why I ordered directly from Germany because I couldn't get the color I wanted from Slowpore here in the U.S. So I figured, well, if I'm going to order and I want the, you know, a color sleeve rather than ordering the Grey Kano and filter from the States and then getting the sleeve sent over from Germany, I would just buy directly from the company, get them, get it all sent over in one, one package. So yeah, now let's get into the filter papers. Why are, why are they so unique? Why are they so different? Well, what ended up happening is Sybaris designed one of their fast specialty coffee filter papers specifically for the Raycano dripper. Now this is important because the Grey Kano has a different angle than other conical drippers like the V60, all right? There's a slight angle of difference about uh, minus two, minus two, seven, five degree on the filter shape once folded. So that's gonna allow the new filter to perfectly lay over those Grey Kano lava ribs that I was speaking of earlier on those sidewalls. And it, it gives the best even contact which is supposed to ha allow the, the most even extraction and consistency. Now, I'm sure you're wondering, wow, we're really getting to the weeds here if we're, we're getting this focused on filter paper, but I'm telling you, there is a big difference. So I used a V60 uh, cone filter and I used the Sybaris fast filter paper, same grind setting, same water temperature, same flow rate. And I completed my brews with these Sybaris fast filters for the Grey Kano in about two minutes time, all right? The drawdown was pretty quick. I was able to go with smaller or lower grind settings than I would with the, with the V60 filter papers. When I used the V60 filter papers for the same settings that I did for the two minute cups of the Grey Kano, my times with the V60 filter paper ended up coming to around a three minute cup complete period. Now, why is this a big deal? Well, if there is coffee constantly, you know, sitting, the extraction's not even, we end up having a little bit more variability in how our cup is going to taste, all right? So those bright, fruity, citrusy, uh, sweet cups that I'm really looking for with some of the, the coffees that I was using, they ended up not being bad cups, there just wasn't that same level of sweetness and brightness in them. They end up, you know, displaying a little more of those darker, heavier, maybe a little more bitter characteristics than I would have liked. So until using the Grey Kano, I had not used Cypress filter papers. I wasn't a big believer in them. I, I knew I was getting good cups with just regular filter papers from, you know, the manufacturers of the, the devices that I was using. 
But after using their filter papers, um, no, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in what they're doing. I think that the, the cups are tasting a little bit better. Again, not to say that using other filter papers makes a bad cup. I'm just able to get a little more, a small amount more out of the cups that I'm making using these specific filter papers. So good on them, good product. I think the combination of Graycano and Sybarist was a very wise move on their part. Now, what about the recipe? How was I making coffee? Well, I had two coffees that I used off the off the bat to, to kind of break this thing in. The first was a uh, uh, natural process Paranema for black and white coffee roasters. The next one was a, uh, I actually haven't uh, gotten coffee from this roaster before, Greater Goods Coffee Company. They had an Ethiopia natural process. So decided to break in the Grey Kano with those two coffees. And I ended up using a recipe from the World Brewers Cup 2023. This was a second place recipe. So uh, 15 grams of coffee, 25 clicks on the Commandante, 250 mils at 200 degrees Fahrenheit ratio doing about a 116. So we used the Sybaris Graycana Special Editions. The brew time was two minutes. So I'll break it down for you. What I did is a 40 uh, mil bloom, uh, circular four. After 30 seconds, I ended up adding 70 mils of water, again, circular four, waiting 30 seconds, then another 70 mil uh, circular four, and then finally another 70 mil circular four and that brought it to a complete time at two minutes. So it was a really great cup. One thing I will say is after making the cup, I started to understand some of these claims that Grey Kano had made, um, speaking about the fruitiness, the brightness, the sweetness that was added, um, especially when we talk about the, the greater goods coffee I had, the Ethiopia Natural. One of the big things that came out of that was um, they, they had uh, a blueberry, strawberry, and juicy cupping um, characteristics that were added to the bag. And I, I always try to ignore those until I, I actually, you know, take a sip of the coffee first time or do a cupping with it. And all of those were not only apparent, but I, I don't want to say overwhelming, but they were so blatant, so obvious that it was just... It, it was a fantastic cup, uh, and I always, just to go on a little sidetrack here, whenever people are considering not drinking flavored coffees and switching over to specialty coffees that actually have tasting characteristics, that's one of the biggest questions I get asked is, well, how, do, how are you actually able to taste these things? Because when I taste coffee, it tastes like coffee. Well, some coffees... The, the the processing behind it, so when we get into like co-fermentation process, some of these natural processes, right? They have these fruity tasting notes that accompany that coffee that some people are like, wow, there's no way this is not flavored, and they're not. It's just, it's, it's a characteristic of the coffee and the process and the roasting combined. So um, yeah, with the Grey Kano, especially with that Ethiopia, I was able to get such a fantastically fruity, juicy, sweet tasting cup. Um, and, and it really did. It made me happy and made me really appreciate the Grey Kano's design. And the design is what really separates it from all these other cone drippers, right? I think that while it was being designed, there was a good amount of thought that was going into the the fundamentals of extraction, the, the idea of temperature consistency during brewing. How does our water flow through the coffee? Is this preventing channeling? Is there a certain level of agitation occurring? 
what temperature would be ideal for brewing with this. See, if, if we go back to our fundamentals, episode one, then we can break down a lot of the brewing science. And, and just by mastering these basics, you become a little more knowledgeable than some people that have been in the coffee industry for their entire lives. All right, so let's break it down. We've got the Grey Kano, new piece of brewing technology that's come out using different materials than most uh, traditional uh, brewers or drippers using cone filters with an open bottom design. We've got Sybarist filter papers, uh, getting a little different than the traditional filter papers we're used to. And together, yeah, they work really well. I, I will say that um, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the Grey Kano. I think it does what it claims to do. I'm a fan of the filter papers that have been designed for it. I think they work very well with it. Um, obviously, I've used two, I would say, pretty common coffees that you see around, uh, and and they, they did their job very well. And I guess now we get to, is it worth it? Is it worth it for you? Because at the end of the day, you're going to be paying about 100 bucks. all right? With, with the filter papers included, uh, you're going to be paying about $100 for this. Now, is that worth it? Well, I think it might be, only because, all right, hear me out on this. You're going to have this for a very, 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 very long time. All right. It's, it's also new. That price may come down eventually, but it's, it lasts. You've got a, <laughs> you've got a dripper made of fucking metal. All right. <laughs> uh, that's, that's going to be around for a hot minute. The filter papers are going to be a little more expensive. I think if you get a hundred pack of Sybaris uh, filter papers, it's about 40 bucks. So every hundred cups, you're going to be paying about 40 bucks. Um, so it's expensive, but I think the cups you're getting out of it, especially if you're like me and you're in specialty coffee, let's say you've been brewing with a V60 for a really long time and you just want to try something new. Christmas is coming up. It's your birthday, something like that. Treat yourself, go ahead and get it. And they're not paying me. I haven't communicated with them about this. Um, I, I would never, never shill for a coffee or firearms company. And I fucking love both of those industries and I would never shill for any of them. Um, I, I think I owe it to myself and owe it to you guys to be very, very honest about how I feel about these. And I think that the Grey Kano, uh, I think, I think it's interesting. I think it's cool. I think it's new. It's got that wow, this is a different factor to it. And for, for me, it was worth the price. I'm, I'm using it every day and I'm probably going to continue using it for a long time. So hopefully this answers some questions. If you're on the fence, if you're, if you're wondering about them, if maybe you've seen them around, if maybe the, the reel I made was the first time you've ever seen one, I hope this gives you a little more insight into the Grey Kano. And, and as supplemental knowledge, you know, the, the, the Sybaris filter papers, that wasn't my intention to even make that a part of the the whole deep dive into the Grey Kano, but they, they obviously work hand in hand very well and they're, they're very different. So hopefully that answers some questions about those. Um, on the DDC side of things, we're, we're about to end a pre-order here on Monday. Those shirts and that design I thought were very clean, very different, uh, uh, no ties or subliminal messaging or anything like that to the, uh, you know, the two way community, which, I, I, I always bring it up, you know, that's, that's another, another community I'm a part of. Um, but there's nothing like that. I thought that this would be a good shirt for people who maybe they're not into firearms, but they're into, they're into coffee 
and this would be a good shirt for you know both the shooting community and the the coffee community because it's literally just a coffee plant with uh you know the company name on it and that's it so i figured this would be a good one there's a lot more designs i've got made ready to go there's a ton of new products that are going to be coming out not just not just products uh on the apparel side of things but products that are going to benefit you guys uh on a on a daily basis while you're making your coffee so keep an eye out for those because I'm, I'm gearing up things with uh degenerate shrinking coffee are going to continue growing um, and, and I'm really looking forward to that. So thanks for your support. Um, if, if you're getting something out of these podcasts, please give it a five-star review. If you think it's worth it, if you think it's doing its job, if you're getting something from it, and if you think, uh, you know, someone could benefit from listening to these, go ahead and share it with them. So, so maybe their cups can be a little bit better. Quit, quit hogging all the good coffee. Maybe, maybe let your friends into this as well. All right. Well, Thanks for your time. I truly appreciate it. And I will catch you on the next episode of Degenerate Shrinking Coffee.